This episode of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, www.l5rshop.com puts cards in your hands quickly and economically. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, Episode 51, Refrigerator, Part 3. This is Strange Assembly, a podcast about card games, board games, and role-playing games with a focus on the Legend of the Five Rings universe. You can download additional episodes of this podcast via iTunes or on our website, www.strangeassembly.com. While you're there, you can check out our main page or stop in and say hi on the forums. You can also follow those main page updates on Facebook or Twitter. Any comments or criticisms can be directed to Chris at strangeassembly.com. Enjoy the show. Well, apparently the next clan up, although I'm not sure how it was determined that this is the next clan up, is uh, Crab. The best way to do anything. You chose fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, I thought about explaining, but then I decided it would take too long, but apparently now I'm I'm going to have to. So they were shuffled up and and arranged in the the, the different (laughs) ring order, and then I uh, I was required to, to pick one of the rings, and I chose fire, and the crab were the one who were positioned in that that thing uh, in the five. And don't ask how it was that there were five <laughs> when there were still six clans left. Seven. Twelve. <laughs> That's right, there were seven. Sixty-two. Right, Forty-two. Mike! <laughs> uh, okay, so the crab are another one have the sensei, as everyone has a sensei. They're another one of those senseis that are good for all of their themes, I mm. think. He messes with your opponent every time they try to target your guy, a guy who's at his location, and he doesn't have any of your relevant keywords. But he smacks people around. But, well, the thing that strikes me as really nasty about him is that he just laughs and laughs and laughs at, at action phase death. Yes. Yeah. Because it's not at his battlefield, it's at his location. Patient. Oh, you have limited do anything to my guys? Discard a card. Oh, you open one about my guy? Discord. You're going to challenge me to a duel of haiku? Discord. Yeah. I, that is a really strong effect, and I'd kind of be tempted to just try to shove him in, like, whatever crab deck. Play. Yasuki, sure. You want to wed me? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe Yasuki care less. He's like, how are you going to speak pretty with a broken uh, mouth? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, well, yeah, the, the Yasuki... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe the Yasuki, since he, his force doesn't really matter then, but really a nifty sort of thing. And then, of course, the other, um, let's call it a crab card, because why not? Perplexing Guest. Huh? Which lets you create a free dude, which then lets you play Duty of the Crab. It lets you make a free dude as a battle. Yes. Battle, create a free dude, Duty of the Crab. I now have a guy there, and now I can Duty of the Crab it. This- Hooray! 
Well, this theoretically lets you have a turn one crab province. blitz. Yes. Or it could let you buy lot. I mean, it gives you another option in addition to the cav guy, the cav scout, to like buy a bunch of gold and then swing in, swing it on turn two and and use it to buy a guy and come in. But just yeah, I mean, you can I, also- I don't know that that's necessarily going to end up. Being, I'm not saying that this is, it's actually going to end up getting played for that, but that's since that seems like the best use for this card, I hope that I think the best outcome for perplexing guests is to stay in the binder forever because if it gets used, it's going to be used for dumb, some dumb crap broken. thing. No, well, no, no. I, well, the, the other thing that it can do, since it's discard before anything happens, um, they can discard their personality so that they're ready again for duty of the crap, uh, and it stops them from dying dishonorably if that right. matters at all. Also, keep in mind that for enlightenment, Earth is a pain. Yeah. yeah. So that lets you still drop uh, Earth, even if they kill, if they have one kill action. Yeah. Do you know what I want for enlightenment to stop my guys from dying? Something that just stops my guys <laughs> from dying. <laughs> I, You're asking too much here. <laughs> we have a nice personality, and Crane will do that. Not gonna run into anything else, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yes, she's going to enlighten. Crane only something in enlightenment. Yes. <laughs> I've been working on both these decks. You need but to combine them. That's yes. what you're doing wrong. Take the lesson from AG's new game. Smash them up. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Now, now, Crab have been the most successful clan so far this Kote season. By, I mean, they're like tied with Dragon as far as winning goes, and they're way ahead as far as making the cut goes. Duty of the Crab is... Well, they have a... The Scout deck is... I still think the Scouts is the best deck in the format. Mm. It's really nasty. They've done well with Berserker. They've done at least okay with Siege decks. And I don't really think they've accomplished anything all that impressive with the Asuki deck so far, but it's about to get down of iniquity. Yep. Yes. yes, it is. So, Crab have been pretty good, and I think they're going to keep on yeah, getting more. Now, one thing that I think doesn't get much more is the Scouts. The new Scout is blank. Yeah. Four Force for Four is... I guess better than three fours for three, but still pretty yawn-inducing. Uh, He's a scholar. Yes. Scouting the path is a slightly better sneak attack, except if they're not playing sneak attack at all. I mean, because Berserkers sometimes play sneak attack. I haven't usually seen scouts. Uh, I mean, Sometimes uh, they do because they want to choke slam. That one's... Uh that is really the crane card, in my opinion. Yeah, and the problem with and this for crab, that's actually might that's actually very likely worse than sneak attack because yeah. you can't scout in a past choke slam, right? Because she's not a scout. Uh, <laughs> and then you've got surrounded. They've got a decent number of guys who have some printed range. They've got but a lot of guys. Not. They've got maybe three guys with range fours. I don't think it's worth playing surround for them. They have four guys with range fours. But uh, no, uh, actually five. One's unique. If they end up playing that, I don't think that that's a particularly big boost for them. Well, 1-2 is not that big. 2-2, two, two, every ranged attack that you do, all of a sudden means instead of doing ranged 4s, it's ranged 6s. Much more vicious out of Mantis. Yes. With a lot more ranges, yeah. I, I don't know, but if, if the best improvement that the deck gets is being able to play with Surrounded, that's not really no. much of a pick-me-up, which is good. On the other hand, the second best performing of their deck so far, Berserkers, gets just a pile of yeah. stuff. Yeah. You've got 
Hida Bakishi, who I'm actually, I think I'm less enthusiastic about than than some people. Although there are cards in this that improve it. It's he reacts to at, when he's destroyed something, and then it negates whatever the next action is against him. But he doesn't have a printed ability, and I like printed ability, printed battle actions mm. on yeah. guys. Cause, Especially in Berserkers. I mean, I know Berserkers, just the guy standing there having force is something, but... And also, Zerkers don't have a huge amount of kill to trigger his reaction, so... Remember, it doesn't have to be a personality, right? It can just be a card. So you yeah. can destroy an attachment. Oh, okay. And then use his, his reaction, which I think is often what it's going to be. Especially when we get to Splintered Weapon. But they also effectively get a second Berserker in the set because there's Sakti, the unaligned guy. He's 8-force for 9, so he's like you have an 8-force for 11. And then he's got bow an enemy card with lower force. And then if you just bow to personality, you can move the unit home. So strategies that move somebody home and then maybe bow them are not uh, super impressive. But bowing it definitely, and then the option to move it home as a printed ability on a guy... Not bad. That's pretty good. I mean, he's he bows through attachments. Yeah, I yes. mean, he's he's just he's just better in a lot than a lot of the crab. Well, you can't duty of the crab him in, but he's I, totally getting played as a three of another choke slam. No, choke slam's better. Uh, yeah, no, but still, is. <laughs> it seems like he's choke slamming and then throwing him. Yeah. Well, you know, the throwing would be power of strength. That's True. hilarious yeah. and scary. And it, yeah, so you have to have an unbound personality with seven or higher base force, which, unless you're playing Oni, means you're is Berserkers. And then you get to bow a unit. Oh, sorry, you can only target a unit with, with lower gold cost than your performer's gold cost. So you're getting a unit that has either no attachments or free attachments. So you're not you're not going to jack up a commander with two followers on him or, or a Kensei with a couple of followers. But you pick you, one you, unit... You can jack up a Suwabe, though. The, uh... Yes. Oh, yeah, because his force doesn't matter, just the, the gold cost. And your guy, yeah. So your, your guy's probably a nine. And so almost any random personality that... Almost any random personality that doesn't have a, a real gold-costing attachment on him is going to get bowed. And so you can bow that guy, and then you get to take his force and range attack someone else with it. Yeah, so you bow the Sawabe who has uh, a grateful reward, or is it just 8 force with a grateful reward token on him? Bow that unit, and then you get to range to 8 someone else. Anytime you have the ability to take out two personalities, or, or just, you know, a personality and an attachment or something with one ability, is good. Yeah. Especially when you don't have to bow or do anything special for it. Yeah, and then we've got another... We've got Battle Straight and two of your Berserkers in Stand as the Mountain. Battle Open? No, Isn't just it? Battle. Battle is Battle. Thank oh, goodness. No, it is no, not go, another go, go. creating order. Duh. Oh, sweet Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I don't need any more open... I'm glad that that's that is not remember, as good as I remember Remember, though, creating order... I mean, that's only going to be legal for another two years, right? <laughs> what? No? <laughs> uh... No, no. no. Why are you, go- why are you guys me, giving me funny looks? I don't understand. I-, I don't know. Just battle straighten is not really something I'm enthused about. So I guess the question is, how often does the Berserker deck end up with multiple bowed guys that it's really getting something that it likes out of Stand as the Mountain? I mean, they still have actions they have to bow for, don't they? Well, headbutt. Head- headbutt, but I guess that's really it. So, not as much. They used to have more stuff they had to bow for. 
if I remember yeah, right. I mean, you, you certainly do want to bow the enemy berserkers because they a lot of they a lot of force. Yeah. Uh, but that may be worth playing, but that's not, I think, an auto-scary like power of strength is. Then you've got Killing Intent, which is, you know, another one of these anti-dueling focused effects. Like, oh, you challenged my berserker, you're dead. Or whatever it is that your duel does. But then the battle action, straighten your guy, you may move him home. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Kevin well, wants to well, look at the focus effects. Straighten your personality, period, you may move him home. That's not terrible. I don't think it'll get played it was in fantastic a lot of stuff, today in Sealed. Oh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> I, fantastic, yes. I don't think that that is worth... I mean, it's, it's sort of... It's like fallback, but not as good. Yeah. It's fallback well, with dueling meta. Yeah, if dueling was something that you were scared about with your crab deck, then and that you were caring enough about the focus effect, maybe you'd use it. Maybe, maybe. So probably not. But that's okay. They got other things, and they get splintered weapon, which <laughs> is uh, cast aside the weak on a weapon. Yep. Bad. And has a focus effect. And is it, isn't it a four for three? It's a three, a three fours for four gold as a focus effect. You can transfer an <laughs> attachment away from your personality to someone else, and yeah, battle target an enemy card without attachments, bow it, destroy it if your guys are Berserker. So it's cast aside the weak as a weapon. Is it like an 8 focus value, or That's one? That's a 1. <laughs> okay. Well, no, yeah, you're gonna, you're <laughs> no, gonna just, lose just all 5. Why not go ahead and strap something else on there? A lot of the, a lot of the, the cards with the anti-dueling focus effects, a lot of them are 1s or 2s. They're yeah, not, yeah. other than killing, killing in, intent, they're not gonna win you the duel. No, uh, yeah. They're just mitigating the damage from uh, well, losing it for the most part. I yeah. guess there's the, the Kensei one, actually can have real... I guess, I guess you... Well, no. I guess you could duel somebody and then just purposely lose and stack a whole bunch of really bad effects against them for winning. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, you could do, do that, that! Or you could just play proactive cards. <laughs> well, yeah, you, could, you could, Or you could be a not-bad player. How am I supposed to do three and four with that? <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I think... I don't see how Splintered Weapon could be anything but an auto-include in... Berserkers. No. Gives you more force, gives you an awesome battle, battle action. Yeah. Gives you and, protection. And the biggest drawback of a three force item is usually like, oh, that makes my four force guy a seven, so I still don't take more provinces. Not an care. issue with Berserkers. Hulk smash. So Most no. of them are seven, so they just need a little bit of a force pump to get over. Yeah. Hey, look, I know break the it, biggest province in the game. And it interacts with every once in a while where they have, they're not able to use their abilities because they're looking for a guy with lower force. Because it has happened, you know, like the yeah. Kensei are facing off with the Berserker and the Berserker's like, hmm, I have 8 force, but you, your twerp with the, <laughs> with the sword has 8 force too. How smash Crud. through pointy. <laughs> I mean, as we've talked about, Berserkers are expensive, so you have staging grounds, a 4 for 4 for anything that costs Nine or more. It's a castle, so it can also... I mean, it can show up in anything that has expensive stuff. It can show up in Kayo as well, but Berserkers have a lot of expensive guys, and I expect we'll see staging grounds all over the place. Mm. Yeah, and it's interesting that it's a nine gold cost, because it doesn't hit as much as if it, it was even, like, an eight. Well, if it was an eight, that's... that's silly. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, it's your fox and... But I'm well, just... I even even attachment. The prior version of this, the it doesn't hit that much. daimyo's vassals or something, yeah, I had to be ten Yeah, yeah. To, to use it. So, I... So the next iteration will be eight. Okay. We don't know. They already did that. It was called Murasabashi Toshi, oh, and yeah. it was broken. Oh, yeah, I remember that. It was broken, and it completely warped 
how crane personalities existed for an entire arc because that's they're like right. seven was more expensive than eight. Yes, yes. like oh, you can't that have was you can't have eight gold crane personalities because then they'd be broken. So they all had to be nine or be sucky eight gold personalities or or seven or seven. Yes, that was the best part. Is it was harder to buy a seven than an eight. Sometimes, yeah. Berserkers feel like they should really do some ugly things. I guess if there's more control decks because there's more passive dishonor and they have a smaller number of large units, that can be more easy to con- easier to control out as long as they don't buy the sensei. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only, you're only playing with one of them in the deck. Yeah, maybe two. Maybe the event. I think we'll mostly just see individual sensei rather than multiple sensei. Or the People really, really don't like playing with multiple copies of one thing, which is kind of what you're doing either way with that. Other than Traveling Peddler, what singular cards have people played with more than one of in the last several years? Sure, Chuga. Not sure, Chuga. Chuga, Sato. Sato. Yeah. I mean, I think it's because better with that. A, you can actually potentially use a second copy of. I said right. maybe. I think it's yeah. better with a person than it is with holding because there is the risk of the person dying. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not saying you should. I'm saying that. I don't know, but yeah, I think that. Yeah, Berserkers should end up being. Rather nice. Siege. Let's see, you've got their non-unit guy who is Kyle Tojikana, 5 force for 9. Oh look, there's another guy who can use staging grounds. Limited gain to honor if you didn't lose a province last turn. So that's really good for trying to honor out against another honor running deck. Or against or, the dishonor deck. Yeah, just keeping your honor. And then buff. battle bow an enemy card without attachment, so... Or you're a scorpion player. I don't think he's going to get ported over into Scorpion. Yoshihara nah. what? Why not? is a much better... Because you're <laughs> paying nine for a guy who doesn't cause an honor loss. At least his yeah, battle is terrible. That, you, you can have lost in a, a province if you're a Scorpion player. So the condition is limited if you haven't lost a province or you're a Scorpion. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. So I guess... Out of a Scorpion kind of player, you can now pay a lot for Gold. a high force guy to who gain has two on our no relevant keywords to gain on. I guess do it, could, Scorpion players, <laughs> do it. I'll yep. say you could. I'll say you could. I guess you could have it for the Dishonor Mirror match. But remember, he's got an honor requirement. That's <laughs> <laughs> three. So yeah. you have to you have to be above yeah. box with your Scorpion deck to be able. So to this buy is for him. the Scorpion honor runners. <laughs> and, and he has a three person honor, so he's a giant bullseye for <laughs> ten of iniquity and such. Yes. You got uh, Seppuku. On the other hand, you <laughs> yes, I'm gonna pay nine gold so my guy Seppuku. Oh, he uh, he, he auto rehonors. Because you know Seppuku yourself for that matchup. <laughs> Mike, this isn't Anvil of Despair where you would buy Tatori and honorable Seppuku him coming into play just to gain fourteen honor out of it. <laughs> We're not doing that anymore. Okay. The other uh, tactician personality is the new Topaz champion, or. The old, I don't know what year, I guess he just won Topaz Champion in story, Tayo Onizuka. This Topaz Championship would have happened prior to the time jump, but I'm assuming, but obviously, I guess this personality just became Topaz Champion, because you get a new one of those every year. But he's got battle ranged 7, 8, 9, whatever the case may be on zero. a 3 force guy. <laughs> yes, against, <laughs> against Goju, he's battle range 0. Unless they have Merchant Atoll out, and then he's ranged 1. <laughs> Hey, that merchant atoll, it's your anti-perplexing guests. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) 
well, no, I, mean, I, I actually have seen Merchant Hall in. I know the Merchant was in the the Goju deck that top forward at Lafayette. Really? So, yes. And then Weird. there isn't. As far unless I'm just missing it, there isn't really a siege specific strategy card, which is unusual. It's in the promos, I think. Uh, they, well, there was yeah, well, there, there's been a promo one, but uh, but they did get you have surveillance outpost, which is specifically siege. Which if you're down to your last province, you can turn one of your guys into a conqueror and you know try to swing back without exposing it yourself. Also work as much. if you have less provinces in your opponent. Yes. Less provinces or, or one. exactly one. Okay, yeah. So I guess if you're just behind in the military race, yeah. good for spider, good for crab. No, no, because you have to target a siege guy. It's oh, siege really? Specific. Only yes. siege. Yes. yes. Ah. Besides, it's not even if it didn't, it wouldn't be that great for spider because they've already got the well, conqueror. Spider, you, you, you could use it for it other in. spider decks. True. Uh, but you can't but I mean, anyway. I mean, at so. that level, it's better for uh, like dragon just splashing conqueror on big unit. Except it requires Siege, as we've yes. Yes. Uh We can talk about randomly throwing Conquer on guys later when we get to Village Raider. Okay. And then the other castle card, or at least an other castle card, is Temple Fortress. And so I think with Staging... I think Staging Grounds was also a uh, yeah, castle, castle card. Yeah. So now you can actually run like all castle holding. You've yep. got, you can run you know 15 castle holdings in a deck if you so choose. Temple Fortress... I guess whether or not you would use this in the Kyo deck depends on how much you're trying to honor run. It's kind of incidental honor run. If it's really, truly just incidental honor run, I'm not sure if you stick in Temple Fortress, because you're paying four gold. That, I mean, you're getting a two for two with no abilities, and you're paying an extra two gold up front, so that you know every once in a while, you or every turn, you get another one honor. Right. Now, I, I definitely... Expect that we will see Temple Fortress play, yeah, in more dedicated honor decks. Asahina, As yeah, Asahina, because it's a temple. It, well, yeah, so you've got a guy who says open straight into Phoenix, mm -hmm. having a guy who says open straight into Holding, and a lot of the honor spells are one or two gold, so it's perfect for it. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, and when you bow it on your opponent's turn, you don't even have to use. It. I mean, yeah, you on can your turn, carry something, can't you? Yes. Yeah. As long as you play a, like, any kind of strategy card or any kind of spell, even if it's free, you can overpay to randomly gain the one honor. You can't do it if you're the whatever your action is actually has to have a gold cost. So if it's just an ability on a card in play, you can't randomly bow for it. But as long as you're playing any kind of strategy out of your hand, you can overpay because the strategy. It's got a cost of zero, but it has a gold cost, so you can Great. you can overpay for it. And then the Yasuke... Technically, you don't even need to be producing gold for the for it, so if you have some random way to bow a holding back, you can still get it. Well, so you could do it out of the Caillou, or... Yasuke, it's it's right? Siege it has to bow for the range attack, isn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah, so you yeah, can't do it for that. Yeah, if you were to stand it up again and then bow it to shoot somebody in the face, then you'd gain the the honor. But I mean, most often that's going to be when you're bowing it to produce gold. Yeah. And it is only once per turn, so yeah, no bowing for my attachment, straighten, bowing it to buy my guys, straighten it, yeah. uh, bow it again. Eesh. Let's see, on the Yasuki, of course they get a lot of the same stuff we talked about with Scorpion. They get gaining advantage if they want it. They get Soshi Yoshihara, they get Den of Iniquity. They can play with request authorization. On the personality front, specifically for them, they get Yasuki Makoto, 
who uh there's a lot of annoying abilities on Yasuki yes. personalities. Yes, there I are. feel like they yes. are appropriate. Yeah. How, how has Crab become the annoy you deck between well, the Yasuki has? Oh, but, but, yeah, I mean, Berserkers what, too. When when you talked talked about having the 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 sparkling uh, outfit on, or what's it called? The fetch the favorite item. Yeah, the uh, the, the bedazzled attire. Yeah, Yasuki Makoto is like wearing a a jumpsuit or something. Yeah. I, I just got this mental image of the Yusuke as like the real housewives of New Jersey or something. <laughs> uh, I don't know, yeah. Great, now I'm thinking of the Berserkers know. as the Jersey Shore. <laughs> but, I mean, she doesn't... She, she's a Mario Wibisano uh, art who doesn't look like all the other women in all of his other pieces of artwork, so yeah. I guess that's... a Because like, especially when he first started, you had like K and Hand of the J-Dragon, and you're like... So apparently, Benica and Miramoto K look exactly alike. alike. Yeah, her trade is kind of what puts her over the top. I think with with reducing your future gold purchases. But I suppose her, I mean her her battle ability is from home. She can dishonor someone and send them home, and they have an option. They have an option. They, they can pay for, for gold to lose an honor. Yeah, or they can dishonor and send them home. Yeah. The Yasuki end up with these very wordy text boxes, and it's one of those things where it's like, oh, but I, you're giving them a choice, but it's it's one of these really bad like choices. It, well, but it makes your sometimes it's worse mentally when you have a choice of ways to get kicked in the head. Yeah. Okay, well, it's a, it's really easy. I won't say really easy, but if you don't play test against it, I could see where you could make mistakes against it. Because you have all of these choices you have to make over yeah. and over and over I mean, again. and I guess the upside of these is if you're swinging in on the last turn and you have a bunch of extra gold, then you can actually make the payments <laughs> uh, rather than have to suffer the thing. Although, these, oh. you're supposed to mess with your gold, so... Yeah. It's like a, You know, I was just thinking to myself, it's fun enough dealing with debt collectors in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I, I guess this, this is probably more Mantis Eco Warfare just because they have infinite money than uh, Yasuki. But the Yasuki have a pretty solid amount of money too. So there's Greasing the Wheels, which is another one of these sort of target a guy, pay money, do something bad, or if you didn't pay money, do something good. So it's free to use to help your own guy, but costs money for them. But it's you have to have a courtier magistrate, which I think is that, I mean, courtier is Yasuki, magistrate's going to be the Mantis pay something, pay a reduction on his unit cost to bow it, or just straighten if it's yours. I think this might, I mean, because it's gold cost minus six, it's possible it could even see play in some of the um, the crane decks, because it's straightened unit. And it's, by six is a lot. Uh, yeah, but that's still something. Right. And you're only straightening, it only matters that it's a unit instead of a guy. I mean, I guess it could have a free follower on it or something but if it's like something with real attachments then it's i mean it's going to be right. minus six but it'll be like oh i still have to pay eight for that yeah i mean whereas the you know kalani's landing they get six six reduction off this two reduction off of their box and then they have a stack of money so it could be and easier. you can't do it well from home so that is another yeah and they and they probably and they might care more about the straighten too, because they may actually have guys in battle with force that they want to stand up. So, yeah, I think we can see. Uh, I think uh, we will see a lot more crab for the, yeah, the foreseeable future. Yes. Well, maybe not a lot more crab, but we will continue to see a lot of crab. Crab have had ridiculous attendance so far. 
apparently in in Kevin Land, it's time for another clan that got a stronghold. Yay! So <laughs> we shall talk about Spider, and we'll talk about the card that I was overruled on and required to include in Spider because it has Spider artwork, even though it's not really specifically Spider, which is the Heir's Wrath. And it's an everybody card. At the uh, inducement of my colleagues who insisted that I, I do this on air again. Let me point out that the heir is not the guy who's pictured here. The heir is the liony guy who hates the spider. Whereas this card is clearly about, you know, the second child. Do we actually know the names of either one? Yes. Okay. I don't yeah, we know we've we've they're least... general public. I don't think we know. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> well, you know, Sorry, we, we don't know, but yes, it has been at least one of them has been in a I think the liony one has been in a story. So, yeah, apparently Iweko and Satai's two children are just both jerkwads. I, I, I mean, this guy does not really look pleasant. And uh, the liony guy was liony, which, I mean, really, He's how do you know someone's liony? Because they're just pissed and want to, like, hack I, I the pieces for no to... particular reason. You know, Chris, I... there's another litmus test for being a lion. Does he want to destroy the dragonfly? <laughs> I would be willing to bet that that air, the, the spider air, is going to end up being, like, Rokugan's version of Loki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the ship has sailed on the Loki thing. Because that's what they <clears throat> should have done with Fulang. That's how they should have integrated the spider. They should have had Fu Lang be untainted, go up into the back up into the celestial heavens as just an evil but not tainted guy, just like the obsidian, kind of like the obsidian dragon, and then be the part of the pantheon but the jerk. Uh, Wait, so um, Steve Martin is playing Daigatsu now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that went completely over my head. I was probably for the best. I, should, I probably shouldn't even start quoting that movie. Yeah, I, I know Loki's in the upcoming Avengers movie, but I'm pretty sure Steve Martin isn't playing him in that, so I don't think that's what you're talking about. No, he's talking about I the jerk. Yeah. I got it, Jay. Oh, I've never uh, even heard of that. That movie's amazing, and the Avengers are already out. Yeah, says of yesterday, I guess. Okay. By the way, <laughs> whatever. Unopposed movement is all I need. <laughs> uh, yes, so I... I don't know. I guess we should just assume that the inevitable lame thing is going to happen and then we're going to wait till Iweko dies and then there will be a civil war between the two. Probably. Yep. So, one of them hates the spider and one of them loves the spider and so... Anyway. Although well, then we get the big fight I've, I thought would be cool. I thought that you could have like the Northern Alliance with like the unicorn and the phoenix and the dragon and then... Because ever, everybody up on the northern border hates the lion. I the mean, lion are jerks. Yeah. I, <laughs> And the lion, those are the ones that the lion have always tried to pick fights with. I, actually, the, and the lion, the lion, because they've stopped picking fights with the crane for now, which is the other clan that they border. But they're, uh, su- they're supposed to be picking fights with us for some reason. Yeah, so I, I don't see why you couldn't have the unicorn. And the, the unicorn and the dragon and the phoenix, you'd just be like, okay, lion, we're tired of you. We are. We are tired, really tired of this. Of them. Let's just roll on down out of here. Yeah, to be like, do you remember the War of Dark Fire when people came rolling down? Yeah, it's like that, except no one is going to fight the enemy off before they get to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're just coming right on in. And, uh, and then you can team it up. I don't know. The, right, the Scorpion and the Phoenix are already cranking each other, and the Crab uh, adore their, their, their secret love lovers or something mm-hmm. now. So they can get in and I don't know, somehow you can get the scorpion and the lion and the crab all fighting on the same side, and then 
I don't know, the mantis like the crab, but they hate the scorpion. I don't know where they end up. The mantis uh, Whoever the pays them the most. Go with whoever pays them the most. Yeah, so Crane. Of course. No, because they, they hate don't, us. They don't, they don't, if they don't particularly like the Phoenix. No, so. We're over independent and they're just like pillaging our lands for no particularly yeah. good reason. So, uh, on, on the other hand, if we dividing Rokugan up into two camps and then there are two heirs and they're fighting and the line are on the other side, that means I have to be backing the dork who's hanging out with the spider. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want to back either of them, really. It's can, like, can, can, we back can you back connect we'll, we'll sue for independence. Can, <laughs> you, can you guys... Uh, Come yeah, on. Secede from the nation. Iweko, you don't appear to have aged. Can't you have a better one? Please <laughs> try again. No, no, I like uh, this plan. We're, we we're need the Northern Alliance, baby. <laughs> No, no, come on. We, we started as the Asawa. We've tried this for a thousand years. We're done. We're good. <laughs> We're going back to our own clan or our own empire. <laughs> Bye. Be like, we didn't promise you anything, Empress. We promised the Sheba something, and they say they're fine with it. <laughs> 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 what? No, don't. No, don't. I. Sheba? No. <laughs> Sheba? When I want your opinion, I'll tell you. <laughs> And I want your opinion, I'll tell you what it is. Uh, Asako, you can hang out. That's, that, we're, we're good. What do you mean, hang out? Have you seen Emperor Edition? The Asako have taken over the Phoenix. They're like half the themes. I know, I'm still sad. I, I was so wanted by Asako Shugenja and Asako Yojimbo. Yes. This is why this episode is going to be seven hours <laughs> long, uh, because we haven't even actually talked about what any of these cards do yet. So, the air's wrath. Did you not look at any of these cards before I you showed up, I need Kevin? to make sure I know what I'm talking about. I mean, why? I remember... It well, doesn't it hold limited, me back. It, yeah, that doesn't stop the rest of us. The main thing it says is limited, target a unit, pay gold equal to its cost, nuke it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and you also have to bow a five force guy or pitch the favor. Yeah. Pitching the favor is a much more attractive option. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and this so. and this could go in, in in a whole ton of decks. Yes. Yep. And it will. Yep. Yeah. But maybe twenty five force guys does Kalani's land enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get him. <laughs> They'll just hire him anyway. And, and they can't be negated. Yes. Can it be delayed? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. But it's a limited action. <laughs> there's the another I originally started out feeling like most of these sensei were theme specific but now we've gone through at least three of them that aren't so apparently my, my impressions are just mistaken so we've got Daigatsu Suseiken who has the oops goof artwork uh, as Adrian has noted he ended up with monk artwork but he's not a monk. monk but he gives you the, a little taste of their old box you get another refill I think that's pretty solid. Yep. I think yes. gonna see him. <clears throat> yep. But he has he, he has Conqueror but not Commander or something like that. He's got Conqueror Samurai. Yeah. It's so, still good it's enough. Still good. Yeah, yeah. Especially for Conqueror. Yeah. So theoretically he's a Goju card, but I'll just put him in generic land, or maybe in Mantis. Uh the Shadow <laughs> Dragon, who is just, like twenty gold, laugh maniacally and Raffle Stomp, another military deck that you're Facing against, it's quite not that bad. But like, if you if you get to use his battle ability once, he's probably mm. paid for himself. Yeah. Yes. So I, I know a lot of spider players wanted him to cost cost less, but he has no. You, he yeah. He theoretically <laughs> no. he costs a lot. He is not overcosted. I, Dude. 
He, he theoretically can be bought on turn two out of either Spider or Kalani's landing. And that means that he is definitely not overcost. Yeah. <laughs> he solos provinces and has Conqueror. He has a ridiculous battle ability. He comes back. He dreams he's, he, he, he's a ninja. He does cost a ton. He's a Shigenja. Yeah, he does cost a ton. So it's not like he's going to be just an automatic, you know, coming out and ravaging people. But once he's out, he's out. So he is nasty. If you attack with him, is the place where you, if you're actually attacking into opposition. Uh, okay, yes, you have to bother to slap an attachment on the guy. <laughs> So they don't just cast aside his weakness. Which but, is hilarious. Yes, I cast aside or the weakness. Or dismiss him as a cur. That means you. Throw a katana fire him. Yeah, or splinter yes, weapon. Oh, okay, yes, 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 stop. We, we get it. There are many, many... So I think Shadow Dragon is going to get out and have some fun at some point, despite his high, high gold cost. cost. Yeah. He just has such a huge effect on the board. See, I think I've talked enough about the thematics of the Ancestral Sword of Hante, so why don't we just talk about the battle ability. Target a card in a unit, you may destroy it if it is bowed or an attachment, and then bow it, and then straighten your guy. <laughs> yeah, so let's just assume that's going to get played a lot. Yeah. 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 Just a little bit. Uh, yeah. Especially with the four gold cost reduction and other Kensai stronghold. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it'll be filthy. So let's see. Spider have been the second lowest performing out of the clan so far, above of Crane. Over the last couple, like especially last weekend, they the bottom just. I mean, they lost two percentage points in the make the cut run. They went from like fourteen percent making the cut to twelve percent making the cut. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Spider Paragons has not ended up working out nearly as well as the rest of the Paragons. I think the the general consensus on that is, wow, that's an awful lot of blank personalities. Yeah, sometimes with drawback. Yeah, and the the spider players seem very excited by Daigatsu Tenbatsu because he actually has a decent ability. Yeah, except he's he's a boxable, and he yeah, and he's he's still not. Well, and I, I think he's a lot still of, not doing anything proactive once he is in the fight. And mm. some of it is that um, most of the most of the uh, virtue cards, uh, Bushido or whatever, or dark can typically be used, both of them, almost all of them can be used by the higher honor paragons, but the lower honor paragons, like a paragon strength, the lower honor paragons are not going to be able to get use both options, but the lion will use both. Yeah, yeah, they they may not be as optimal in using the other one, but they've got the option. Right. Uh, but I just, he just does not feel like a guy who's going to. No. no. They've got exploited advantage, which we already talked about. Eh. They have perfect sacrifice. Um, a dark virtue should not be about sa which is which is boosting your forced up and then dying. A dark virtue card should not be about sacrificing yourself. That's like the opposite. Perfect sacrifice. Sacrificing someone else. Yeah, perfect sacrifice for a dark virtue should be like choose your performing paragon, destroy another one of your personalities. <laughs> yeah, I add increase your paragon's force by that guy's force or something. I, yeah, perfect sacrifice is the, the I just fixed think wedge. thematically the the title of the card. I mean, I know, just because you slapped the word perfect in it, and there's a that does not really make it thematically a dark virtue. Plus, it's not really that great, I don't think. No. 
I think we've established by now, I am by default not a fan of nuking my guys for some force pump. I mean, there are going to be times when you're like, oh, and I need that extra 20 force to take your province. This but, is a samurai, right? Yes, because it's a dark virgin. Yeah. So you can't target the shadow dragon with it. That's <laughs> just what I was thinking. <laughs> yes, because you needed to double the shadow dragon's force to take a province. Uh, but you get to buy them back. There's the goju. Like I said earlier, I don't really want to see them get impressive personalities, and I don't think they did. Well, that works well, then. He's a Shigenja, and he's a ninja, and so he's in themes that, and keywords that tend to have lower force, but blank, six force for six. Like the Kensei guy, the, the Sohei who has those stats is terrible. Yep. He's been terrible since he came out, back in Death at Coat. Yep. He gives you some more options with that deck, because it, it actually gives you another Shadowlands Ninja if you wanted it. It gives you another Shigenjin if you wanted it. actually gives you a guy with high force, but I just can't see a way to find it to be particularly impressive, which again, is, is probably good. They also get help from the Shadows, which will probably work reasonably well with him. At least help from the Shadows doesn't combine that well with the super frenzy friends sort of ninja deck, which is what Ninja has the the Goju box has been doing better with. Uh, like we talked about earlier, they probably get more use out of Phantom Visage with some of your their little Sheep. bitty guys. Yeah, they're ninja spawn. And then likewise, ninja guards are probably less effective unless you're slapping them on the six force guy because you, I think you're on average you have lower force than the Scorpion Ninja do. Plus, you've got several guys who want to blow themselves up for. Other than Goju plotting in the Shadow Dragon and getting help from the Shadows, those are those are some decent pickups for this, but they don't seem super exciting. So, although I still think it's something that you always have to watch for whoever hones in on whatever it is that ends up being broken about the Goju box. Yeah, <sighs> the new stronghold was for their commanders who have been completely absent from the tournament scene. Yep. Yeah. It lets you double conqueror and it lets you attach as a battle action. Double conqueror one province. Yeah, uh, one battlefield. Yeah. yeah, you can't yeah take two with it. Yeah. So and then it lets you battle, lets you battle attach in addition to limited attach. Uh, it loses the ability to ignore honor requirements. Uh, it and the ability not- to move in. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. But that uh, that that seems like a more obvious thing than this kind right. of background True. trait of. Uh, Spider Player certainly did not seem particularly impressed with it. It seems like a decent box, but the box that they've already got is a decent box. Yeah. And I guess theoretically this is supposed to uh, give you more incentive to spread out your followers a little bit instead of just completely eggs in one basket. Yeah. But... It's it's really weird because um, I feel like the Unicorn Stronghold's a pretty clear example of how they want to be like, okay, here's this theme. This box, I mean, even if you don't like it that much, it, it still does work. Here's another box that just gives you another option. This feels like kind of a side grade, but not any kind of significant side grade. It, yeah, it doesn't seem like it would play all that differently. The it it, it, it doesn't feel like a fix, conquer. and it doesn't feel like a really significant side grade. You're, yeah, you're not going to play it really that much differently. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could all say that that might be better for Weapon Conqueror, because you're not. I mean, you don't care about uh, honor requirements on weapons? Yeah, when you could only load one on them anyway, unless you're... I was going to say, no, it doesn't add Conqueror. It lets you use your existing Conquerors twice, yeah. so yeah, you're still on the Commanders. Uh, now, I, they did get 
a really good, unique, I think, to go in the box. I got yeah. to Takayasu, uh, who was one of the little Genpukui guys. I mean, he's five force for nine with the melees. He's doing this weird banshee it. thing. I'll take yes. it. Yeah, absolutely. He was one of my MVPs in Sealed. Yeah. Now, their non-unique commander... I'm not... Really, I mean, I'm not loving four fours for seven, melee three, or destroy your follower for a melee six. He's okay with like the Kano technique, and their other guy that's two force to pop a follower on for one, two gold to uh, yeah. put a one force follower on. I mean, you're gonna have to run things like that for it to be super efficient. But even yeah. even if it's you know, I bow my guy, um, what the new guy that's four for three, the Harumis, whatever, the the bows for his vassals. Yeah, the bows for a range six. Then I pop that for another melee six. It, it's not super good, but that's a good bit of kill. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, I, it have planning spider com- conquerors as as a deck. I'm kind of interested in. I'd prefer if they had you know like the the crab box so they could just free people that he could pop off to do it. But well, <laughs> who wouldn't like yeah, their box free, to, yeah. to tyrannically toss free followers on their personalities? But he also, and he's got some flavor text getting into what seems to be, like I mentioned, was amongst the spider and the mantis gods, you see a lot of crankiness about the other clans being allowed in. The mantis just generally out of, like, no, we want this stuff sort of ways. But you see a lot more references on spiders for, like, we had plan, And now they're being disrupted. We're gonna set up a death Four ray. <laughs> and <laughs> hold the Empire for hostage. I mean, they, they already do have the, uh, I mean, the Planes of Glass, as I, as I mentioned, unfortunately, like the, the backstory behind Planes of Glass means that the whole dragon watching over the spider has kind of face-planted before it actually did anything interesting, because what a surprise. The spider once again have set up an entire stronghold area that no one has a clue about. At least it's in a big region that's supposed to be unexplored. <laughs> Come on, would you really notice a volcano layer shaped like Dagatsu? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, the lava the, pouring out of his eyes. Exactly. That's just, you know, background noise. You wouldn't, you wouldn't give that a second. Na- it's now, a natural now, formation. Exactly. <laughs> now now exactly. that we do need. Now somebody needs to do modifications of this so it says like Daigatsu's secret volcano lair. <laughs> uh, or just secret volcano lair. I think that would yeah. convey it well enough. It, it, or secret lightning lair. I don't know. What <laughs> Skull Mountain. I don't know. Uh, then you've got the the Sohei. They've done as well as anything that Spider has. Oh, yeah, like Commanders, they yeah, they also get Preserving Forces and Unsafe Passage, and they're still going to be bad. Um, Sohei. The Sohei uh, are better and will stay better. Sugahara is decent. Six Force for nine is good even for them. The battle ability is okay. Minus four Force, if it knocks him to zero, you get to take in another action. Force, like so force jabbing people isn't terrible anyway, so... And you might get to... to do it for free. Yeah. Yeah. But they do get some... Well, there's... Secret Reserve isn't just not going to get played. No. It's, it, it's just one of those things that, like, oh, that would be neat effect if I could redistribute my weapons. And like, yes, it would be, and no, you're never going to play a strategy out of your card that just does that. No. Uh, especially since this is another one of those things where, yes, you can, as a battle action, transfer stuff around, but not from guys who are not in the battle. Yep. Reminds uh, me of New Blood in Netrunner. Yeah. And it does have a focus effect that could potentially help you win a duel because it gives you 
If you have two weapons on the guy, it's basically focusing a five. Yeah. I can't say we're not going to play that. No. No. No one's going to play that. You've got moving and unmoving. It's a testament to how fantastic the fate deck of Kensei is already that I don't know if you use this card. It's really kind of... It's a tight fit. Yeah, but... Move in and straighten my unit. Yeah, that's pretty good. For Kensei, pretty awesome. And then randomly also be able to send home a personality. I mean, that's... Obviously, that's not an amazing battle ability, but with with both options. But with the send home and then move in, straighten unit. Especially because... Kensei right now often is very lacking. You've got usually you don't you your weapons bow. You want to, don't want to go to battlefield without the weapon unbowed. Uh, well, no, there's plenty of stuff that will straighten your unit when you move in. It's just that you you've only got you have to you know siphon off twelve or thirteen slots for the weapons, and then once you get all the Kensei specific things in there, I mean you've got like again, there's no u- Uber again for Kensei to run with, and you can only play with so much stuff that kind of undoes what your opponent is doing, and guys loaded with weapons are still terrified of getting bowed through attachment, mm. and yep. then having your you know eleven force unit just sitting there bowed and get crushed. But it'll have to be evaluated. It may be easier for it to fit into spider than into dragon, I guess, because well, spider can't run no no fear, but they have a much stronger incentive to run readied steel. So, which is something that the dragon often don't run, and then all of them are going to want to run Games of Will, because that card, thank God, exists. (laughs) There are a couple of weapons, I think, that are noteworthy. Shamseer, again, minus five force jab. It's free out of Spider. I don't think that they should be playing with it, but they might, because they like free. I don't know if it's necessarily worth... You're probably still better off just playing with the existing ones, even though I'd rather just pay four to get Wormbone or Cursed Relic or whatever than get the Shamshir free, I think, in the long run. I I think Sankaku Yari has a better chance of getting played. It's five force for six, which is a big thing because it actually gives you a weapon at a lower price point that is still big enough that you're soloing provinces with just that one weapon. So it's kind of in that fighting for that modification Saruchi Daikyu sort of spot. I don't know. So Spider-Sohei seemed like they got some uh, decent additional options, but nothing that too exciting. I'm not... Certainly I don't see anything in this set that's going to take Spider from bottom of the pack to top of the pack. No. But they come might come more into the middle than bottom. Yeah, well, and I, and I think the... I guess it I, I think they stay basically where they are. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, because they get additional options. the 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 biggest additional options they get, I and mean, they get moving and unmoving. That's probably the single best card that's available. And then we've got they get the weapons. Those are both good cards, but those are all also hard to fit in or maybe not huge upgrades. But moving and unmoving for them is, is probably makes it in for them. Sugahara at least is going to be a straight up upgrade over something that's that's already in the deck. I get I get confused every time I. It feels like they're starting to reprint more, uh, reuse more names. Like Sugahara was a a dragon monk a while ago. I mean, this guy has no relation. Just the name, random name, but it, it feels like it feels like the names are repeating more these days.
Yeah, I'm, I'm too tired, Mike. I'm just going to hand you the stack okay. of crane cards, and why don't you talk? <laughs> Fantastic. So, are we already started? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Crane, I guess we'll start with their... Chris is uh, too tired to talk. <laughs> this is, Not really. This is a first. There's no such thing. <laughs> uh, There's too horse to talk. That's a separate uh-huh. issue. No joke. I could be too tired uh, to eat, to, to function or move in any other sort of way, <laughs> and my jawbone could keep on uh, <laughs> John. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you have Asahina Konomi, two force, five key, four personal honor, Shugenja, artisan, air. I still don't know if she sees play. The five key is nice, but she just doesn't do anything. And even though honor decks like personalities were kind of blank, that seven gold to me seems like it, it kind of knocks right, her out of the yeah, car. They're playing blanks because they're. I am thinking of Asako Rinchi in the Phoenix honor deck that I'm not playing, and she's kind of equivalent. Right. So, um, kind of going along with that, the illusory defense is the eight gold cost air ritual. Gives all your air Shigenja plus one cheese, so in Crane, that's going to be everybody. Uh, then limited uh, bow it with your uh, bow your performing Shugenjo with ten or greater total chi. Create a new province to leftmost that doesn't hold dynasty cards. And I don't think this will actually ever see play. I wouldn't be surprised if it did actually. Eight and, golds yeah, a lot. At the gold cost, it's going to be going to be hard to see play until too late in the game for you to really be bowing out. Well, remember, it gives you guys plus one cheese, so it's probably only bow to Shugenja. Yeah. True, but cards true. like this never seem to manage to actually make it in. Yeah, free provinces for taking provinces, broken. Yeah. Uh, bunches fake. of gold for fake province, not... And then uh, the person I will declare the new darling of the uh, Crane Clan, Kikita K. Okay. Okay, yeah. So five gold for a two, four, three... Personal honor, courtier, stellar teller, battle moves her home. If you try to do anything to her, discard the imperial favor, and what were you talking about? Negate the actions effect. <laughs> Negate it. Uh, so yeah, uh, pretty good, I must say. Um, I know the crane have been kind of going nuts on just trying to throw attachments combos, on her. Yeah, yes. just throw stupid attachments on they're her and be just very, throw her at your province. They're going to be very, very sad when their opponent plays an exorbol. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, um, actually, oh, I can't. Can't. That's, 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 true. True. that's yeah. right. Oh wow. It, obviously, that's gonna. Uh, she mainly is gonna be seeing play out of Kyuden, uh Tomo XP because that's the only place you're gonna be able to stack up enough honor tokens to actually have it matter. Since it's gonna matter during right. battle. Anywhere else, it's once. Yeah, because it's a battle action that has to target her. So if you open, she can't do anything about it. Yeah, she can lie down. Open. Yeah. Dazzling Attire, as uh, a zero gold cost attachment, that just political open, bow this card, take the Imperial Favor. The Bejeweled Pantsuit, yes. The yes. I'm, Pantsuit. I'm, I'm sure Akoma will see play. Akoma. Yeah, I, I think this will probably see, there's a good chance they'll see play in Crane just because it's costless getting the favor. Same thing probably in uh, some of the Dishonor decks with some of the Dishonor cards that you have available. Right, that cost you the favor, having right. a way to reliably get it. Yeah, Especially and people perennially uh, undervalue the Imperial favor. But sheathing the sword, it's a political battle. Choose your performing unbound courtier at any location, target an enemy personality, move them home, gain one honor. 
I honestly think this might see play. Uh, just because Unbound Courtier is not hard to come by, and it's a move home, and it gains you honor. I was so disappointed when I saw this card, because when I saw the title of Sheathing the Sword, I was so thinking that it was a euphemism for stabbing someone, <laughs> like sheathing your sword yeah. in them. I thought it was a euphemism for something else, but... <laughs> they don't do that on L5R card titles, Gavin. But it was neither of them, it was... That you know of. Just go home, sheath your sword, and leave me alone. Well, I, shouldn't, I, I think it'll see... It might see some play. I don't say it'll, think it'll see a whole lot, but... <sighs> the Crane Duelist Sensei... Uh, Kikita Ganji, uh, it's two force, five chi, once per, once per duel when you focus, you can get up plus four to his duel stat instead of focusing. I mean, obviously, the main use for him is so that people can't deck you. Uh, it, it just helps slow down that effect, so people can't just focus out against you and try well, and deck also you out. Also, just generally, you can run lesser focus values and still be okay. Yeah, it, it still gets kind of tricky. It gives you a little bit more latitude, but still, if you dip too much, you, it's... I'm not saying you play a deck full of ones, but right. with between Duelist and him, you could probably get away with a couple ones, twos. I mean, he, he's not a bad card. Uh, the main things for him, he's missing Magistrate is the keyword we'd want to see, but then again, most of the Senseis are ma- missing a keyword you want to see. The other thing is nobody really focuses right now unless they're stopping the duel, so... I've heard him described as a uh, problem in search, uh, uh, answer in search of a problem, so... Well, conversely, there's so much focus effect that the dueled party might want to play that at some level he's sort of the mutually assured destruction to stop them from top-decking into something, because it... I mean, at some level you might go, oh, I'll see if I can top-deck something good and make you burn a card, Right. He gets- this is definitely the type of sensei, though, that you're just going to play one of. Yes. Yeah. And b- both the dragon and the crane sensei are being underrated. They're probably not going to be great right now, but there will, be, there will come a time during the arc when both of those decks will be ecstatic to have those options available. Yeah, it, I mean, and they're going to be what? other... I mean, Phoenix is fielding a good dueling military deck right now, too. So, And Phoenix Honor is playing duels as well. So you're right, Phoenix owner, Phoenix Dex should totally play the Crane's Loyal Sensei. Okay, so, Kikita Kenta, 2-3, Samurai Magistrate, Duelist, 4-6, 3 personal honor. His reaction, after he wins a duel, he sends a dishonorable personality home at the current battlefield, he moves him home. I like him a lot. Uh, anytime I can get battle tempo like that, because you can dishonor a lot in the, uh, in the Crane Magistrate's he also synergizes with the box, because I can box duel you, you are dishonorable, and then I can target you with this and send you home. The downside is that he's a 3-chi duelist. Yeah. And that's getting harder and harder to win duels with. It, it's not... I mean, really from my experience... Yeah, yeah, it really depends on the opponent. Um, I mean, Kensai, he's screwed, but Berserkers, you're fine. <laughs> against, I mean, 3 is still the average chi from every... I mean, 3 and 2... It's hard against tacticians, and it can be hard against Kensei, but honestly, you don't try to duel against Kensei, you try to one for questioning them home and blow up all their attachments. That's typically your best option against Kensei, out of magistrates, or magistrate uh, duelists. So, then we got the new duel, Reckless Duel, 
That's terrible. Nice card. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Done. Home guard. One force follower. A three honor requirement for two gold. Uh, gives you a boost to your force if you win the duel. Or actually, no. Just after this duel ends, give your personality plus three force. It's four force while defending. Target enemy card without attachments. Bow it. Gain two honor. Doesn't seem terrible to me. I don't know if it sees play, but... The honor decks just aren't playing attachments enough. True. I mean, I... I... But some some of like I know some of the crane magistrate decks play attachments because it, it's also it's not as big a force boost when you're sitting at home, but it, it's a f- two gold for four force is a lot when you're trying to defend. Yeah, and, and most importantly, it has a chance of making it in because it actually has a printed action that gains. Yep. Yes, that would be the only reason it would see. Yeah. Put it on K. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, and then celestial. Hote's Contentment, and really this works out of any of the honored boxes that have three personal honor or less. It's most attractive out of Kasune to me. Um, I think Tamori like it a lot, too. That's true. Um, so anytime you proclaim with a personality, with a base personal honor, three or lower, you increase the honor gain by one, and then open, discard him to basically accidental confession minus the dishonor. Oh no, into an attacking army. I think uh, the late arrival. Yeah. So I mean, I don't think he's terrible. I just don't. I, I, I he still probably won't see play the, the in threshold the threshold for celestials is just so high because yeah. you can only have the one in play. I mean, it does include move into as well, so it's a little yeah. bit better than delayed arrival. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's more like accidental confession without the um hmm. without dishonor, but accidental confession I think is just a sign at all. Well, it's much better than delayed arrival because you control when it happens. But part of its problem is that it's a celestial that kind of wants to stay in play. Yeah. And do its thing and that interferes well, with playing with other celestials. Yeah. Although you could just gain one honor off it and then just stop them from attacking. Which but well and yeah, and honestly the um the crane probably won't play this as much because we've already got decent personal honor and the crane guidance, guidance is, is really, really good. Really good. Yeah, um, I mean, again, I see it more out of Kitsuki, where right. Yoritomo's guidance is not helping them. Uh, Kitsune. Yeah. Or somebody could do a crazy deck where they run the holding the list and put another Celestial in play. <sighs> Just, it doesn't seem good to me. So, on to Train Scouts. Uh, we have Daidoji Akiha, a very lovely daimyo and daughter of Kikaze, which honestly would make me want to run her even regardless of anything else. Um, she's a six for five. She lets you go tutor for a recon and lets you get a after recon a- reaction from a strategy resolves draw card. Combined with the new uh, scout sneak attack, seems pretty good to me. Uh, I think she'll probably see a lot of play in the Iron Crane scout decks. Obviously, he's good. Yeah, and then uh, we've got the other new Iron Crane scout, which is Daidoji Narazane. A five gold four force dude target an enemy personality bow zero bow zero or more different cards in his unit up to the number of recon actions you've taken this turn. Really, you just want the one so you can bow their main dude. If you get more, it's a bonus. I like him a lot mainly because between him and Akiha, the scout personality base actually becomes playable, where you're not having to import half of your deck. The the only thing to me, he feels a little bit weird because he's an Imperial Yojimbo and also a scout. 
it, it feels like the like we want to show him in, as the imperial he finds the enemy before he can find you. Yes, <laughs> it's like well, we really need to give this to the scout though, so we'll just give him the scout. But you know, whatever. I'm not going to actually like complain. A Jimbo with a sniper rifle. I, I think also the uh, the new Yari works pretty well for them. The um, the new ranged attack booster could potentially work. Surrounded. Surrounded. Yes. Although those two do not work together. No, they do not. Which was keeping it out. Okay. So cranes still suck after Embers of War? <laughs> I, I, they got some decent boost, but I don't think it's enough to push them way over the edge or anything. I think if, if yeah, anything's going to, if anything's going to, it'll be the Crane Scouts. I think they actually got a decent boost this set. And before we leave Crane, I'm also going to randomly note, along with the things I forget, that look at the Embers of War logo and tell me, why is Sauron in Legend of the Five Rings? <laughs> it's got to be somewhere. He doesn't sleep. It's the littlest eye. Exactly. <laughs> I thought it was a flaming chrysanthemum blossom. It is. But doesn't it kind of look like the littlest eye? It yeah. does kind of look yeah. Sor- like Sauron's eye. Yep. Yes. Is that safe for Crane? Yep. Oh, yes. All right. Okay, Jay tells me that next up is Mantis. So I'm gonna decree. So I'm gonna do my my Trevor impersonation. <laughs> Tsuruchi Samaru, Tsuruchi Shikakazu, Tsuruchi Shihichiro. Mantis scouts suck. These cards don't exist. <laughs> uh, what? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, what about? I'm like, yeah, is, is, it, is it? Is it? Isn't there a guy true. in there whose naval range four twice sucks? <laughs> Unplayable. Deck's no, terrible. No, 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 no good. You, I, I should remind you, you're messing up your Trevor impersonation because we can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, this is Trevor after four Red Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Trevor after four Red Bulls is about the same as me about to fall over. <laughs> uh, yeah, because we are, for the audience, we are now about three hours and 40 minutes into active recording time. In if this you were still session. listening. Well, they've had multiple opportunities to oh, pause true. and take a break. We have not. We have not. No. So I guess we'll talk about... Yeah, so there's three guys that say Saruchi, so there must be a lot of scoutiness going on here. Uh, there were some complaints that tomorrow was only 4 force instead of 5 for his 9, but since he naval basically says naval ranged 8, yeah, or split it up as as you so choose. Like he does not need five force out, out of no. the uh, good lord. No. The mana scout stronghold. No. Yeah, yeah. And if you need force, then you've got Shigakazu, who is sadly lacking in an ability, but is naval and six force. So I guess having naval on a blank. Yes. So having a naval on a blank six for six guy makes him somewhat better. I don't know. They naval wanted strategic. force, so now you got naval strategic strike, which bows you. Doesn't that bow me? Yeah. Yeah, that's not what I want to do with my. I, Can't you there, use the there's a, for that? There's a smaller, yes. Uh, though you have to play well, with him. Well, but it goes through attachments, so well, does it go through like? Well, yes, but you still don't want to bow your six force guy. True. If you have a better option, which yeah. you probably do. Well, there's like a four force. This isn't the first time that they've had a naval range attack on a guy, so they've got. There's already a small. Well, there's there's other, a guy there from are multiple Legacy, other. That's it. And Saburo, or whatever. His new version of he's the three. Oh he's a, yeah, he's the yeah, three, the two for three. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a much better guy to strike. Yeah, yeah, that's up. true. And then basically they do have a theme specific sensei, which makes uh, let's let you run home, 
I'm not, after you do a ranged attack, I'm not really enthused about that. No. no. I'm not, I've, I've got better it's, than, like, letting me hit and I mean, run a smidge on defense. It seems yeah. bad every time they print it. No, the first time it was good. When it, when it was Nabumoto, he was awesome. Because you weren't really losing anything. You were tossing in naval range 3, kill something, and then getting the guy later. He wasn't using enough. I saw him out of Unicorn. Fair. But, uh, let's see. They, they have real no use for scouting the pass, because they already have naval. But they are the best use for surrounded, because um, that whole ranged attack <laughs> thing. Yeah. Fill you full of arrows. Yeah, so, yeah, so he does make... T yeah, that makes tomorrow basically be... Battle range 12? Yes, naval battle yes. range 12? Yeah, that's not this is why you need sucky. to run tireless efforts. Yes, but that doesn't matter if they naval kill you. No, if you play it as an open, they can't negate your force. They can't lower your force. Yes, but that are, are you going to open tireless efforts? Yes. Uh, I think you're just better off not defending at that point. Rat. Rat. Not defending and ret is always the answer against Mantis, except when we get to the menacing sky. <laughs> uh. See, it's got ranged on it, so we've got we'll use we'll talk about precision now. I don't know, are ranged and melee attacks scary enough that you're bothering with this? Because no, range three I mean, is not really. No, no, that's a bonus for when you need to boost your range attack every so often. You're like, eh, no. yeah. But the menace already have that. It maybe incidentally ends up being used to boost a range attack, but there are so much sniping is. 7 so million times better, yeah, yeah. and then you can have archery range too. Well, and it's not the ranged adjustment that was on another card that was going to see play anyways, which yeah. is what it was on yeah. CE. And they I guess, kinda, it, and I guess me, it does mess they, with melee too. But For yes. the beginning of CE, they kind of wrecked ranged attacks with that card. Right, I mean, that's where you might see it play, is because it does boost your melee, right? Yeah, so you can't boost boost melee. No, way to, no other way to boost melee, so... Yeah, this is not Cost of Pride. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> well, even before Cost of Pride, they had, uh, what was the other one that Outer did? Outer Walls. Outer Walls, yeah. yeah now you, you just have, have to play with Ring of Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I mentioned the Menacing Skies, so let's go to Thunder. I think this is the scariest Thunder thing. Which one's the Menacing yeah. Skies? It's, it's limited target your guy whenever they try to show up at a battle, bow them. Hmm. So it can really make it even harder to defend, and yeah, it, you can't ret back with the guy because it'll bow them after they assign as nice. well. I, you could probably ambush off that pretty well too. You guys are way You're too crazy enthused about, about ambush. ambush. They used to have a personality. I want to say that you did that in CE. Well, well there was a ninja who did it. I'm pretty sure uh, there's a thunder person because my friend had a thunder deck, and I hated seeing that. Person. I don't know. It, the exact same effect on a personality is generally better than the effect on, on a strategy. Like we were talking, you don't mind on a personality seeing battle, battle something without attachments. I don't ever want to play that as a strategy card. No. Ambush. I, I'm trying to think the last time Ambush was really effective. Like when you were doing Dishonor Bomb Dishonor and you bomb. actually could like slap, constantly <laughs> slap the five over to them. It's, or you, oh well, no, you were no, doing no. it after making they lose Sia like six whatever, honor for yeah. having assigned their of, guy. A lot of enlightenment decks are running it to try to score ring of her. Yeah. But the personality you get is Moshi Tomiko. Uh again, four fours for nine. Naval. She really has to have a spell that you don't mind bowing. And then you can get her range six, or else you have to bow her for her range six, which is not exciting. And not for nine gold. And if you already have 
and so the spell, it's like you need to use the spell first and then follow up with doing well, the Well, if you attach a katana fire. She works well with the menacing sky, too. Anything where you as a limited or open have already used the action. Or, like with katana of fire or bow of water, you could play with temple to the element to make sure that your <laughs> mantis, Shugenja, have the appropriate elemental keyword for strength of tsunami. Then, other people laugh at you for being a bad player and using <laughs> temple to the elements. <laughs> I don't understand why it doesn't work well about. I don't understand why te- Temple to... I mean, I really want to look at Temple to the Elements and say that it should never be played. Yeah. I, that cannot possibly be... Several Phoenix players are really excited about it. I don't understand why either. If your deck is not consistent enough with the keywords, Temple to the Elements is not enough to get... Like, there are just... I, just play with Merchant Atoll. It's better. Yeah, no, I, uh, I, if you I have think... to play with another 6 for 5, just... Yeah. I think Phoenix is the deck that would get the most boost out of it simply because they have cards that care about element keywords and they have more trouble than the other clans. Because they're not mono-elemental. Be- right, because they're not mono-elemental playing pure elemental. I still wouldn't play it in there. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you've got like half fire guys, yeah. half water guys, and right. then you could and, and flash. The 5 for 6 holdings don't really work really well out of Lord, Lord, Library Rebirth anyways. They have a harder time, I think, any time you're trying to work with attachments, uh, you know, with the exception of the, you know, when you get to, like, Yamakaze, or... Uh, threaten them. <laughs> I threaten my workers at the Prosperous Rawr. Village. Stand up. It's got Thunder on it, so let's mention Hiromi's Vassal now, although you should never play this in your Thunder deck. It's a 3 force for 4 follower, you can bow for range 6. I-, I mean, granted, it's a Thunder action, so out of the Thunder box, you can stop them from negating it, but... There's a lot you better. You just have to... better attachments. You're you're spending your money on spells, and if you're not spending it on spells, you're spending it on the items that you can then naval naval cursed relic or whatever. But that deck at least does get some a couple more interesting options. It might it could potentially use swell of strength too. That deck is okay now. The scouts their scouts picked up a lot. Mm. But they were in a pretty bad spot, so I don't think they're gonna. They're certainly not gonna get the world beating. No. Eco Warfare of various stripes has been their best. So far, they get Yoritomo Kanaye, who I suspect will be pretty popular after his appearance in the most recent monthly fiction where he's going, like, pretending he's about to hit someone in the head with a chair in a wrestling <laughs> match uh, with the way he is talking. I don't remember what his battle ability is now, but it's naval. Oh, it's it's naval do something. It's nasty. Uh, uh, naval blow off an attachment, destroy something. You have to it's pay for it, right? It's basically a battle card without attachments, and if you pay for it, you can destroy it. And you you have money. Yeah, you will, yeah. You will get paid. I believe oh, that's how that works. Yeah. And then greasing the wheels, we already talked about Kitsune. Start off with Kitsune Haruki, just in case. I needed something else, apparently, to throw at Mantis players who complained about how Kitsune can't possibly beat other honor decks. <laughs> they do get too much for mortals, which is a fantastic effect for both Kitsune and Lion. You can't bow a naked guy, but you can bow a guy or destroy an attachment. But it doesn't gain honor. And honor decks do like to fill their, their deck full of things that gain yeah. honor, so yeah. I'm not sure where that will end up in the hierarchy. And Incite the Phantoms, which just has hilarious art. <laughs> yes. Apparently, yeah, uh, Adrian Burton said that 
the playtest name for the card was when they were sent to them was Vorpal Bunny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was the sort of inspiration. And the effect does not suck. The trade of making all your spirits count when bowed. Not, yeah, not shabby. Bad. And it's just bowed an enemy card. Yeah. I think you get three pretty solid Katsune cards. And one of them helps them against Honor, which is supposed to be their bad matchup. So they may get a little pick-me-up from this set, I think. But Mantis yeah. seem like they will... I think all of Mantis's decks got some pick-me-up, but they'll... And they've been middle-of-the-road. They'll probably stay middle-of-the-road. Middle of the road. Yep. Oh, no, wait. I'm sorry. I have to... Let me do my clothes, Trevor. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. All trash. You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums. You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter strange assembly either place. Thanks for listening.